Yeah, there we go. What? No, no, Can but you hear it's me? like cutting in or out. Yeah, it's, it good. cuts in or out. You're good. Keep talking, man, for 10 Keep seconds. Keep talking. Oh, man, it's bad. You're good. Keep talking. Yo, it's your wire or something, I think. Man. Yo, we... See, we can't oh. hear you anymore. No, we're done. Yeah, it's dipping in and out. It's got to be your wire. the whole episode? Should we just record all this and just... It's just us trying to get Ola's bike working. We should have. Can you hear me now? <laughs> the hit tunes are in my head. Yeah, we can hear you now. Oh, yeah. My yes. mics are all weird, man. I don't know. The, the sound is going through some uh, weird right now. Hold up. No. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Can... You turn off your mute. You... <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't that. Like, my Bro, sound you're... Was, it was all weird. It was going through the monitor, going through the thing, <laughs> and then going back out into the mic. and. I don't even know where the sound is coming out of right now. <laughs> yeah, this shit's all funkadelic. Well, we can hear it's you all good, man. It's all good. Yeah, let's, just, let's do it. Let's do it. I don't know what just happened. That was fucking terrible. <laughs> so you can hear us so you're all good, right? Everything's good now? Bitch, I can hear you, man. Sorry. Sorry. Go Sorry. Ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. on sync for me guys i know man that was crazy faucet faucet's got it that's right oh yeah Yeah. faucet figures it out and now all the sound goes that's yeah i don't know what's going on that's just basically it i really don't know what the is happening just chalk it up to 2020 2020. yeah that's it your computer yep it's been a crazy week man oh dude there's there's so much left of this year, man. It's not even funny. Like the, the scary thing is that there actually isn't. It's almost mid-October. <laughs> yeah, man. Like the year's Vegas, almost over. Vegas, it feels like it never saying? even started. It feels like it never even started. What are you saying, man? In like two weeks, the year went to <laughs> and you're saying, oh, it's mid-October. Dude, you know how many weeks that is? This shit <laughs> can blow up. But does it does it feel like we've had a whole year? Because it doesn't to me. It doesn't feel like, because we spent, you know, four months of the year basically locked in our houses. It doesn't yeah. feel like we've had a whole year. It feels like we've had, it feels like we've only had like two months. I feel like I cannot, Eve yeah, I, yesterday. Absolutely. I can't believe I've grown a beard, chopped it off and grown it back again. Like it's, <laughs> it's stupid. The time is moving in a weird way. I it is. totally agree. Really slow and really fast at the same time. It's bizarre. Yeah. Really and bizarre. and right now in this in this particular moment in in history or whatever you want to call it, it's like half of us in society are trying to do the right thing, and the other half are just trying to live as if nothing's happening. And I'm looking at like the football that's going on. I love that football is back, but it probably shouldn't be back. I'm looking at you know the president getting COVID, like that's nuts. Uh, it just it's a crazy crazy that's not world. My president, man. Yeah, I don't know why you're yeah. talking about president like this. No, 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 no. I'm I'm in Canada, but I'm just saying we like it's nuts, dude. It's absolutely crazy. Um, have you guys there's been following? There was the a fun little stat. There was a fun little stat going around. I think yesterday in Bermuda, I was saying that there's more positive cases in the White House right now than there are in the entirety of our country. <laughs> <laughs> And New Zealand, too, I think, as well. I think yeah. you and New Zealand combined. <laughs> yeah. It was It's so weird because, like, 
I, I continue to talk to people who aren't from Bermuda. I have a lot of friends overseas, obviously you guys, other people in Toronto and Australia and stuff like that. And um, Bermuda's in such like a little bubble right now because we're like, we're doing pretty well. COVID's basically over for us. We just, everyone just still wears their masks indoors yeah. and their sanitizer everywhere you go. But that's it really. Other than that, we're basically back to normal. And yet I'm still hearing about people in lockdown and cases <laughs> rising and threat of going back to lockdown. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> so it's so weird to hear the rest of the world talk about it because we're kind of done. Are you guys worried that someone's going to fly in like that COVID girl that you guys were talking about the other our, week? Our, look, the Bermuda government does a lot of things terribly. The, the protocols for being able to travel to and from Bermuda as a tourist and even as a local have been phenomenal. There's, I mean, there's, it, the, the process the the stringent testing the scheduled testing it's been literally couldn't have asked for better and it's and it's worked i mean it's literally i i hate to say it but we've been a great example of how to handle this oddly enough a country that really has no knowledge of our own we rely on knowledge <laughs> from everybody else right? why, we don't, why do you say you hate to say that though shouldn't you be happy <laughs> no no i know yeah, exactly. <laughs> i hate to say it because I, <laughs> I get accused i get accused a lot of, of you know bigging up bermuda as opposed to other places in the world and stuff like that so i always feel a bit weird when i do big up bermuda because of, uh, people have told me in the past like oh talk about bermuda way too much um so that's that's why i'm but, gonna say right now i'll never big up bermuda so you might as well <laughs> What, you didn't like their fries that they had down there, man? You were <laughs> this is weak, nigga. <laughs> also, the, what was it? The kamikaze? What was that drink called? The Inception Bomb. The Inception Bomb. For all maybe, or... that's why, maybe that's why you didn't like Bermuda. Let's, let's explain to the listeners what an Inception Bomb is. Swan, Inception you, you... Bomb is a shot within a shot within a shot within a shot. <laughs> so it takes place in a picture... And I think there's a there's a Jaeger bomb in there. There's there's like three there's there's four different shots and you do them one after the other, and then you finally tip back the pitcher which has the leftovers. Remember, it's it's bizarre, but it's oh. it's disgusting, and you should never do one, let alone two, in the span of <laughs> twenty minutes, like like someone did. So you have to drink an entire pitcher in the span of ten minutes. <laughs> you made it so much better by saying that. Well, and that was the same night that uh, Ola was found the next morning sleeping on a bench in uh, in Bermuda. Or well, no, it was a different night. No, I think it was a different night. Was a night. Come on, man. Wow. wow. Different night, same week. Wow. <laughs> different night, man. Come on. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, it crazy times. Better that it was a different night, though. <laughs> All that tells me is you had. Y'all two don't nights. have park benches, man. I don't know what kind of island this is. We definitely have park benches. No park benches. <laughs> definitely have park benches. <laughs> so Anyways. it seems like things things are doing well in Bermuda, though. Yeah, we're good. Had That's our hurricanes. Good. Now we're now we're just waiting for Christmas. Yeah, you said the last one was weak. Nothing. And that's yeah. That's a, again. That's an island. Our right our, ver- our version of nothing for a hurricane is probably something to other people, but I saw videos, are, man. It, the videos blessed. scared the shit out of me. Um, but we're very yeah. blessed. We have somebody said to me because we had the eye pass over right right over us for Paulette, which was the first one that hit us it was a cat three or something, and the eye passed right over us. We've since 2014 we've had three eyes pass directly over us, which is really 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 incredible when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I passed us about 5 a.m. 
4.30 a.m. or so for Paulette. And myself and, and uh, my brother and a couple other people in the household, we woke up. We went outside in the eye and we had a, had a couple drinks in the eye. And, um, you know, marveling at the eye of a hurricane is incredible. You've probably never been in one. You'll probably never be in one. We've been yeah. fortunate enough to be in a, in a, in a bunch. And um, the eye of hurricanes is absolutely insane. And I remember commenting about that. And, and my stepdad looked at me and said, yeah, but, you know, most people around the world, if they're in, if they do experience the eye of a hurricane, it's very different to us in <laughs> the eye of a hurricane. They're like, normally, if you're in the eye of a hurricane, they've just, they're probably, their house is gone. Like, they're, they're looking around thinking, look at all this devastation. They can't actually stand there and enjoy the, the, the beauty of an eye of a hurricane. Whereas mm. we're fortunate enough that we can. Um, because we deal with hurricanes very, very well. What, so, what is the beauty of the eye of the hurricane? Yeah, explain to someone. Explain so to the us. eye of a hurricane essentially is it's a perfect day. It's the eye of a hurricane. Every hurricane has a different sized eye. Some of them are kind of messy. Some of them are really well formed. Um, but right in the middle of the eye of a hurricane, it's, it's the most beautiful day you could ever imagine. It's no wind. Perfect you calm. Right up, you can see right up to the sky. No rain, no wind, nothing. It's perfect calm in the eye of a hurricane. And then all around you is 150, 150 knot winds and lightning and thunder and tornadoes. But in the eye, it's perfectly calm. So, you know, you get hammered for three, four hours with the first wave. Then the eye comes if you happen to get the eye. And we go outside and we have, you got about half hour, 45 minutes, depending on the hurricane. And we go outside and we have a couple of drinks and look around and then get back inside when, the, when this next wave comes. But it's saying like it's a normal thing. It's like I said, hang out in the eye, have other drinks. Like I said, Bermuda Bermuda deals with hurricanes very differently to the rest of the world, and we're very fortunate to be able to, like I said, experience the eye in a in a good way. Most places around the world, if they're experiencing the eye of a hurricane, it's not in a good way. They they've been devastated. We don't we don't have that. So. Is it because of the infrastructure in Bermuda or is it because of the actual location of Bermuda? Because Bermuda is, is further north. If, it's, for those it's, of the, us it's the infrastructure. It's the infrastructure. Um, <clears throat> we are, are, all of our buildings are strictly built to, to a code. And this code obviously takes into account hurricanes. Um, so our foundations are really strong. The houses are really well built. So that your house is, is going to be fine in a hurricane. There's really not yeah. going to be much. The only damage you'll get to your house is, is extra things. So like, you know, if you have a, if you have a covering on your porch that might get blown away, but that's not, right. that's not damage to your house. That's just something right. extra that you had built so that you can sit outside when it's sunny. Um, but your house will be fine. Uh, and everyone just kind of knows what to do because we get hit by a lot of hurricanes. Everyone just knows what you have to do mm. and everyone just does what they have to do. Yeah. So that there's no, cause you're relying on the fact that your neighbor has packed away all of their outdoor furniture. You know what right. I mean? Because I can pack yeah. away my outdoor furniture, but if they haven't packed away theirs, it's going to blow it up and hit my window. Yeah. Exactly. So you, you, you just trust that everyone around the island knows what to do and does it. And for the most part, everybody does. So once that gets, once that happens and everyone just does what they need to do, and then you just stay in your house, you're good. In Bermuda, you just, you just kind of ride it out. You just kind of, you'll lose, <laughs> we'll lose power. So we'll lose power. You don't know when you're going to get power back. That's the worst part because obviously you know, yeah. the, the power company has, you know, 70,000, 80,000 different accounts and they've got to work their way across the island, fix wires and things like that. So you never yeah. quite know when you're going to get power back. Um, but when you do get power back, that's a really cool feeling. 
because <laughs> you've, yeah. you've been struggling without power for however many days, whatever. And then all of a sudden, your power clicks back on. And you're like, "Hey, we're we're back. We got internet. We got like, I can open the fridge. I can flush my toilet. Like it's you're like, oh, here we go. Life's back." <laughs> so, so would you say that you know, having grown up with uh, hurricanes and uh, experiencing the eye of the hurricane, and you know all the uh, hunkering down required to survive a hurricane, would you say that Bermuda, in a way, was well equipped for COVID? Mm. I I did joke when um when we first came out of lockdown. I joked that coming out of lockdown was very a very similar feeling to leaving your house for the first time after a hurricane. I said that it, it mm. was it was a very similar feeling because you you left your house and you were kind of going around and, and everything it was very, very similar but also very different because normally you leave your house after a hurricane and you you know, there's trees down and there's leaves everywhere and branches and you know there's power wires fall and stuff like that so you as you drive around for the first time after a hurricane the island does look noticeably different there is things different there's trees down like i said in places that they were normally up but after covid you were driving around everyone was kind of just cautiously driving around at first much like you do after a hurricane everyone's kind of just coming out of their shells and being like all right let's try this again let's try let's let's try going places again but everything was the same because nothing had changed, but it felt like things had changed because you were three months, it was three months later mm-hmm. and you'd only been in your house for three months. So it yeah. felt like everything had changed, but you were looking around and everything was the exact same. So it was, it was a very similar feeling to coming out after a hurricane, but also very different. It felt it was very, very bizarre. But yeah, I would say that maybe, maybe the experience of being locked in our houses for hurricanes made it a bit easier for us to be locked in our houses for COVID, but for a hurricane, the the most you're locking yourself in your house is, is one day. Really, it's not you're not looking at. You know. Do you have a generator? Nope. Oh. Wow. Some family, some some houses do. Uh, we don't, but some houses do. I have to it's have like Asia. That's for sure. Yeah, and just... we, everyone everyone hates the people with generators too. <laughs> <laughs> hates them because a you can see it because everything everywhere's pitch black because the whole yeah, lot of like... power normally. And then you just see like one house in the distance with the lights on. You're like, oh, that asshole's got a generator. And then you drive <laughs> around, as you drive around, you hear the generators hum because they're quite noisy. You just yeah, hear them. You're like, oh, that asshole's got a generator. And you know that all they've been doing for like, while their, power's been, or their, while their power has been out, while our power has been out, they've been out there, they've been playing Xbox, they've been watching <laughs> Netflix. And we're just like, yeah, I've, I've, been, I've been playing cards for the last time. I've been playing cards by candlelight for two nights. Like, <laughs> Uh, that's funny, man. Well, it, just in the way that you explain how Bermudians go through a hurricane, it's almost like it's almost like you enjoy it, Swan. Which is it's a lot of drinking. Such, it's a lot, a of, lot of drinking. It's like a party. Yeah, it is. Bit. We have hurricane parties. You actually do. You'll you'll plan. Oftentimes, people will actually plan to go over to one person's house, and you'll throw a hurricane party. Everyone brings food, and you hunker down wow. for however long you do not have power. Essentially. Wow. Chan, is it is it different down there, man? What down in uh, where, where you are? How you guys well, deal with it? Very different. Like it depends, like where you are, right? And like the better communities, obviously houses are built the same as Bermuda. But then we also have a lot of basically like shanty towns where like houses are literally built of like four yeah. pieces of thin plywood, and those literally just get wrecked. So like when Dorian came and you saw that wreckage, that yeah. was like literally a bunch of shanty towns. 
And I mean, it's, you can see the, the difference in infrastructure, right? You got Bermuda where everything's just super strict to a code. And then you got, you know, these shanty towns, which it's just a ticking time bomb. But we uh, also do, we also do after a hurricane is actually one of my favorite times of, of the year. If we get a hurricane, it's a, a couple of days after a hurricane are really special because as I said, most of Bermuda knows what they need to do. And, you know, we've got the regiment that comes out and they start repairing stuff right away. And I mean, it's incredible to see how quickly we are back to normal. It's really mm-hmm. shocking when you look at around the world, how, how, how devastating hurricanes are. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Bermuda in, you know, a day or two, essentially life is normal again. And, and, and it's, it's, it's really special to see. It's one, like I said, it's one of my favorite things to see on, on my island is, is us rebounding after hurricane because nowhere else in the world. Um, so, like we do. so explain that to us. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you mean by that? Like, how are they rebounding? What's going on? Is there like a, a troop going out cleaning debris off and stuff? And- yeah. So we have a, we have a regiment, which is used to be a mandatory draft when she turned 18. Um, but uh, the, the, the mandatory draft has been abolished. Over the, I think it was three years ago it was abolished. Um, and the regiment, basically when a hurricane's coming, they get embodied. So they have to go stay at, at war camp, which is what it's called. Um, and then as soon as a hurricane ends and it's safe, safe enough for them to go out, they go out, assess damage. They'll start repairing things. Um, our, our electric company, Belco, they're out repairing power lines, getting power back on. Um, and, you know, after after uh the latest hurricanes the um the roads were cleared like three hours after the hurricane which is incredible i mean debris branches all cleared off the road so you could drive on them again i've i've never seen it it seems like we get quicker and quicker which is amazing to me because we typically we are very slow (laughs) typically typically we're quite (laughs) crap at doing things in a timely fashion so it's i gotta say that there's certain that you guys don't flood right yeah no yeah we don't we don't we don't have a lot of flooding because we are fairly high above sea level for the most part. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we don't, we don't have a ton of flooding as well to deal with. Unlike some of the other, like Cayman would, they get hit by a hurricane. They're just like, <laughs> just fucked. <laughs> they are just. If you've never been to Cayman, wow. it's lit- it's about three inches off the water, off the off sea level. Like the whole so island. It's like a, it's like a prairie island. Inches. It's the it's, prairie it, island. It's basically a swamp. It's basically swampland. <laughs> Oh, Half, I'm not, what I'm nice saying, no, what I'm saying is not is not mean in any way, shape, or form. About half of Cayman is swampland. Cayman, not, not a sponsor. I'm not, not I'm, a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is not inflammatory or mean in any way, shape, or form. Literally, half of Cayman Islands is like is like a swampland. The other half is inhabitable, but it's not much higher than than the, than the level of the swampland. It's, you know what? Listen. Listening to all of this, there's like a certain type of resiliency or a unique type of resiliency that not only you Bermudians have, but also Bahamians have and Islander culture sort of has. I remember there was just over the summer in Ottawa, there was just a really strong, windy storm. And that's all it was. There was like a few branches that fell down and it freaked everyone out. Right. And even here in Ottawa, Canada, you know, a place where we consider ourselves resilient. We get tons of snow. We get all this stuff, dude. It was really funny to see just uh, a windstorm sort of take us by surprise. Well, We've it, had it's all relative. Right? It's all relative. Yeah. If we had yeah. a snowstorm in Bermuda, we'd be <laughs> for like a year. <laughs> we would. We would have no clue what to. We would. I mean, the roads would never get cleared. They'd just be. <laughs> they'd just be like nasty snow on it for like six weeks. 
Um, so it's all relative. Everyone has their own things sure. that they're better at dealing with than, than other places because they're nor they're used to dealing with them. Sure. Um, is there anything in anywhere in any other places you can think of or like they just deal with things differently than the rest of the world? Anything in Nigeria or that you can think of? Uh, we don't, we don't get a lot of, uh, natural disasters. Most of ours are man-made, but, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, no, it's true though. Like geographically, we're in a pretty nice little nook right there and just, uh, just in the nook of Africa. So there, there aren't a lot of, uh, natural disasters. We don't get any tidal waves. We don't get tsunamis. We don't get typhoons. At most you get, uh, you know, a really rainy day. You know, you might, you might get, uh, some, high percentage of precipitation that's you know in the in the south or kind of um in the plateaus but that's about it you don't get uh, a crazy amount of natural disasters you know so, so if anything say flooding flooding maybe flooding yeah. maybe some droughts in the north yeah flooding and droughts in the north but again you know a lot you know a lot of uh the um inhabitants of the north um you know for the most part, especially in the Northeast, they're kind of like uh, not just subsistence farmers, but nomadic. So they kind of move, you know, for centuries, they've kind of figured out how to move with um, the microclimate there. So, you know, as it's moving yeah. around, they kind of move with their herds grazing. So, you know, people have figured out a way to still live in these almost inhabitable places. But, you know, we don't have any crazy things. But, you know, I was thinking about that and I was saying, to myself, I suppose there's only so many kind of natural disasters that you can really bounce back from. Like, you know, when when someone was talking about the eye of a hurricane, like if you had like a, a typhoon and like a tidal wave came over, you know, like th there's no eye, there's no like moment of respite. That thing's coming, destroying everything at the end. You know, there's there's no like, oh, oh, I guess we just uh, take a break right now and grab a drink, you know? <laughs> So, like I said, uh, we're, we're very fortunate in Bermuda in that sense that we can enjoy the eye of a hurricane. It's not, I, I don't, there's nowhere else in the world that I know of that, that can treat the eye of a hurricane the way that we do. Yeah, it's wild. Is, That's why. Same with the tornado, though. The eye of a tornado is something. Like <laughs> I, I imagine oh. it's probably close, but a tornado but just seems so much more aggressive. Tornado just seems so much more aggressive. I feel like the difference is the tornado. <laughs> touches down so there's like there's no eye really at the bottom there it's like there's just a deadly vortex <laughs> right at the point where it touches like, down there's so like one like there's like one ant there's one ant sitting dead. in the eye and the ant just, is just like this is great like, ah! this is amazing this is fantastic <laughs> uh, yeah. absolutely absolutely <laughs> Well, what are you guys up to? Uh, so now that, you know, falls here upon us, I'm, I'm assuming hurricane season's well past now, right? Like, no, no hurricane season goes, goes until about November, but I, I, think oh, we're, I think we'll be okay. I, think we're, yeah. I don't think we're getting too many more. We've had two. We're, we're averaging about one a year now, which is a lot, but we've had two this year, so we're good. Yeah, it is a lot. But uh, do, you, do you envision any other issues coming up this, this winter? That uh, I mean, we've had a crazy tumultuous 2020. Anything this winter that people are worried about? Um, like I was, the reason I'm bringing this up is I'm thinking about the flu season, man. And that honestly has me freaked out. 
because anytime anybody even just sniffles, I'm going to, I'm going to think the worst. I'm going to just like take out the garlic and start chucking it at them. Um, I, I, I think garlic? I said, I, I feel like I said this to you guys. I feel like I said this to you guys, but I can't remember if it was you, but I feel like, I feel like with flu season, much in the way that Bermuda is really well prepared for hurricanes, I feel like the world is now so much better prepared for something like exactly. the flu season. There's yeah, sanitizer like, everywhere. People are washing their hands all the time. Yeah, you're you're wearing masks. Summer. I feel like the world is so much more better prepared for flu season now. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I would imagine that flu season is something to, uh, to, be, to be so scared of anymore, if I'm, if I'm being honest. And also, I mean, schools... You know, schools have started, you know, up again, and some schools are closing down because numbers are going up. And, you know, as soon as one kid gets infected, the whole class basically can't go back to school for another 14 days. So I imagine if that keeps going on a repetitive basis, nobody's going to go to school for uh, <laughs> for this term. But yeah. uh, that said, I, I imagine that that's not really the consideration for most people. I mean, at least I know that in a climate uh, like you get a lot of around, uh, you know, Toronto and Ottawa and most of Canada, except BC, of course, it's uh, yep. different. <laughs> um, yep. I, I imagine that for most people, I think it's, you know, less what's, gonna, what's happening outside as, you know, what's going to be happening inside. Because it's one thing to be like stuck indoors, you know, and, you know, you can uh, have people come over and you can basically have all the festivities indoors and people get together and there's all this warmth and just, you know, familial kind of experience. But now with COVID and numbers going up and all this, I feel like this is going to be a much different winter. You know, like you, you can't really just invite your elderly parents over. Or you can't go over to see that. You know what I mean? Like all those things that we took, a grant, took for granted, in the winter that made us or helped us get through the winter. And now really you're going to notice the, um, the benefits of those things or at least you'll miss them. Yeah. How will, uh, how will COVID change the holiday season? I mean, not everyone, obviously not, I'm not going to say Christmas because not everyone celebrates Christmas, but the holiday season in general, how's, how's COVID well, going to change that? I mean, it's going to be, well, the holiday be completely different. It's travel. Yeah. Holiday season, yeah. you know, whether you celebrate Christmas or not, it's travel. You know, the fact that the, uh, you know, I, I don't know, we'll say 80% of the world does business based on like a Gregorian calendar. Most things are closed around Christmas time. People are yeah. taking holidays going, you know what I mean? So yeah. the world travels, you know, around Christmas time. It's a, it's a travel time more than it is a time to celebrate, you know, uh, you know, no, you're right. People, people travel. They go to, they go see family. They spend time with family. They, it's it, that. That's all going to change. I mean, that's that's not happening yeah. this year. Well, think about it's Thanksgiving is coming up for us here too. So Thanksgiving. That's right. Year, yeah, Canadian Canadian Thanksgiving and American Thanksgiving yeah. is coming up. Yeah. They, people they've already put out the most turkey on their own. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. T- turkey yeah. sales will go up. That's for sure. Everybody's yeah. sharing turkey sure. this year. Yeah, <laughs> everyone That's has their own point. turkey. <laughs> yeah, this, this one's mine. <laughs> but no, the, the the Canadian government came out and said that um, we're starting we're, we're starting our second wave, or we're already in it uh, here, up here in Canada. And for Thanksgiving, they were just like, "Look, don't even bother. Like, if you're if you're going to a, a household 
or to um, a gathering of more than 10 people, that's just not a good idea. So they're already saying actively that, you know what, your Thanksgiving dinners ain't going to happen. And it's just the world we live in, man. This the second wave. It's a real thing. It's so bizarre for me to hear this. Like it's because we, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're so normal now in Bermuda. It's so weird for me to still. You have to watch it. out though. Because we've like, been through, it, we've, if, we went through all this stuff, which we went through really early. Like we had those phases. We were on the, one of the strictest lockdowns of any of the islands. And I think we were definitely stricter than North America, Canada, the UK, yeah. most of Europe. We had one of the strictest lockdowns for about two months. And after we, after that, we were, we've been pretty good. Like we had, <laughs> we've never had a second wave. We opened up our borders. We've never had a second wave. We've never, there's never been a point where cases started rising. We were like, Oh, this is, here it comes again. We've yeah. never had at most we've had since we opened up our airport and fully came out of lockdown at most, we've had like three cases in one day Yeah, at most. And that was like the worst day since then. But see, it takes one idiot to just ruin it for the rest of us, right? And so population-wise, and also you guys are on an island, and you've you said that you guys have this camaraderie, you know, having dealt with hurricanes and whatnot, multiple hurricanes. Um, you guys just sort of get it, right? It just takes one person not to get it, where they just don't want to wear a mask. They don't want to, you know, stay inside when they're being asked to. That just destroys it, because then the virus lives on with them. And then it's just like a bridge to to the future and it sucks. And that's where we are now. Cause there's some idiots out there that just don't want to. I mean, like it's, it still changes small things, right? Just for like a quick example. It's like, just like the simple thing of blowing out candles on the birthday cake. Right. Like yeah, I watched this one video. Yeah, I watched this one video and they like brought a fan to blow out the birthday cake. Oh, candles, right. like, if I blow on it, then no one can eat the cake. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many little things that you look on now. You're just like, how would, how did we ever allow that to be a thing? Like, yeah, yeah let's yeah. put out this cake that everyone's going to eat. Let's put some wax candles on it and have somebody <laughs> blow their spit and everything all over the Then we're going to cut it up and give it to everybody. Like, <laughs> even even without a pandemic going on, you look down and you think, God, that seems really irresponsible. <laughs> that seems crazy. This is gross. Yeah. Just if you actually, like, now picture the droplets, you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys feel that? Do you guys think that masks are going to be around and stick? Like they're going to stick around? Like if someone's sick, you'll see a mask on them now, or is that just going to go away once this whole thing's over? You know, you know what? Somebody, uh, somebody said to me, <clears throat> I was talking to a colleague. I don't know if it was, it, maybe it was. Um, I think I want to say it was in Japan, and they're talking to a colleague, and it was that when you know people get sick and stuff, they wear their mask out of a courtesy to everybody else. You know, they put on their mask out of a courtesy to everybody else not to spread whatever it is that they're sick with. You know, if they're, if they're like, oh, I'm still going to go to work. So like, they, they put on a mask because when they're sneezing and they're doing all this stuff, they're at least keeping it contained out of a courtesy to the rest of the public, out of respect to the rest of the public. Whereas here, you know, people are sick. You see them come to work and they're sitting behind you. <laughs> and you're like, oh, what are you doing here still? So to be honest, Absolutely. I hope something like that starts to develop and people are just kind of like, yeah, you know, this makes sense. You know, like you're saying, you know, the whole thing with birthday cake, like, yeah, now we, now when we're here dealing with COVID, we're like, oh my God, this is terrible. Why was, were we allowing somebody to spit on cake and then we all ate it? You know, oh, the same thing, like, why, why are people Halloween. sick walking around sneezing all over the place and sp- spreading the flu you know 
yeah, it's um, it's one of those things that uh, that's going to become commonplace. And you know, in, in two hundred, three hundred years from now, people are going to people aren't even going to question why somebody wears a mask or, you know, nobody's going to look back and say, why don't we blow out birthday cakes anymore? Because it's just not going to be a part of their life. The, yeah. In 200 years, it's just, it'll, it'll have never been a part of their life. So they won't miss it. They won't think anything of it. We only think of it now because it was a part of our life, but even 200 years ago, 300 years ago, blowing out birthday candles on a cake probably wasn't a thing. Then there was something that happened and all of a sudden it became a thing. So everyone started doing it. And now something has happened, so it won't be a thing anymore, and we'll stop doing it. And in 200 years, nobody will even know it, it was a thing. It's it's really interesting when you think about how history, how history will look back on this, like how history will look back on this period, and and maybe realize that this was sort of the catalyst for a bunch of changes in in the way that humans lived for the next 500 years. Like it'll just oh, this will be the catalyst, and that's it's interesting. It's it's as awful as this pandemic has been. It's it's kind of um, it's 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 necessary. Fun. It's fun in a way just to think that yeah. that what we're living through right now is is going to change the course of history for humans. Yeah, I was reading. I was reading how uh, back in the seventeen and sixteen hundreds, they had a person's job. This was an actual person's job in London and major cities um, throughout Europe was to have a giant stick. And they were the alarm clock because no one had alarm clocks back then. They would go and they would just knock yeah. on the windows of people yeah. who like paid them to wake them up. So you'd be subscribing. You'd be like, you'd be the first one to wake up, walk around with a stick and just like whack people's windows until they like opened it up. And you're like, all right, next one. And like, now we think of that. We're like, oh, that's fucking stupid, man. But that would have been so normal at the time. <laughs> that that would have just been a normal life thing. And, and then there was something that happened, the invention of some sort of clock or something like that that can tell you what time it is. Something happened and that just no longer became a thing. And we don't miss it. We don't think anything about it. We look back on it now and think that's really fucking weird so that that was a job. <laughs> Whereas in, in 200 years from now, if, if there's a picture of someone's birthday and they're blowing out a birthday candles on a cake, 200 years from now, people will look at that and be like, the f*** are they doing there? And we're like, what the fuck is this? We're like, they're blowing out a candle? Like, what is and then you're going to eat that cake? What the f*** is this? And then... <laughs> You know, some historian will be like, oh, that's what they did in the year 2000. They used to blow out candles on a cake. And in two years now, people will look at it and be like, why the f*** did they do that? Like, that's, why would they even do that? That's just ridiculous. But there's so many things like that throughout the course of history that at the time were very normal. But, you know, in the future, you look back on it and you think that's... So I got to I gotta break that up real quick. Last night was my birthday. So my girlfriend got me a cake. But it was just between two of us, and I. Oh, he blew out the candles, right? He blew out the candles. You want me to let this melt more on my cake? So yeah, it came out, but it'll probably be with less people, if anything. But it'll still probably be a tradition. Nah, man. You oh, know, I don't I think feel, it will. I, I, I think, feel like I think in the future candles, happened bro. last you, night in like, the restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> see, this is not the future, bitch. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. so I feel, I feel like in the future people will bring their own like a lot of change will be in a the party. Future, obviously, you know what I mean. Like everybody will show up to somebody's birthday party with their own version of a cake, and it, you know it would be like some other celebration of this is what I think of you in a cake version. But of course, you can bring your own cake because you're the only person who's gonna eat it. And everybody will bring like their own little piece of cake, and that's how you celebrate it. And I don't know how many friends you can have in the future, but. 
you know, if you turn 50, you'd hope 50 people were there and each person would bring a, a slice of cake. A yeah? cupcake. You, yeah. Exactly. Almost a cupcake. <laughs> and you can put it all together and take a photo, but nobody's blowing their poison on cupcakes. <laughs> were you guys Were you guys indoors when you when you blew that cake, that the candles out there faucet? Restaurant. Yeah. So oh, I guarantee yeah, you. You're so table, you spread right? eggs. Yeah. Get the entire restaurant. The entire Super spreader. <laughs> Game over. In, man. in years to come, people will oh, look oh, back oh. at this conversation and be like, "That's what started the second wave." <laughs> that Daniel Fawcett. Million. This guy in BC blew out <laughs> candles on a cake, <laughs> and it all kicked off again. Fawcett, <laughs> you're basically the cake version of the. The gender reveal that started a forest fire. Oh That's what you are right there. A forest fire. <laughs> That's right, you are. <laughs> who is that guy? Who Who is that family? And have they destroyed gender reveal parties? Or are, do you think they're still going to be a thing? I don't know. But That's, that's the gender reveal parties are a perfect example. Where did they come from? All know. of a sudden, like I don't really three years that. ago, everyone started doing gender reveal parties. And now that, that's going to die soon. I don't think that's lasting too much longer. Yeah. So now there's, a, there's been a period in history of five years in the history of humans. There's been a period where we threw parties to inform us and our friends about the sex of your baby, of, 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 of your own baby. That was a thing. That's been yeah. a thing. That's in history. Like that is, written in the human history now that's that's what a lot of people did and it ended because it now and ended yeah. Cause, yeah an entire forest an entire <laughs> state got burned to the ground because some idiot couldn't control a candle well, i i mean that i think about crazy. stuff like that all the time of like little things that in a in 100 years 200 years 300 years won't be a thing anymore but it was so normal to us like it was so it was so normal that that's what we did and it just won't even be thought about ever again. It'll be a completely different world. And I think about even just the language, right? The English yeah. language or whatever language you want to talk about, right? If we went back even, what, 150 years ago, we wouldn't be able to have a conversation with people back then. They would think we're, we're talking. They would, like, understand a word or two, but they'd be like, what are you saying? Because they just used their verbs and their nouns in such a different way. Could you imagine right? somebody from 1,000 years ago coming to the world today and – Somebody lights up a cigarette using a lighter, and this oh, person would look at that and be like, "You just, you just created fire from this little tube. You just <laughs> created fire. You're just wield, you're just wielding fire. Like, yeah. You imagine how crazy that would be to somebody a thousand years ago that we could just, yeah. we could just create fire whenever we want it and just and hold it up to our mouths and just be like, hey, look at us, then turn it off and toss it to somebody else. Here, you have fire now. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's I think I said this last last week. If if I were white, I would love to go back in time, man. Like, because you would just be you'd be a god. But like, if yeah, I did would. that, or if yeah, any yeah. of us here yeah, did you, that, you die. You die. You do that, and you'd, they'd like shoot you with one of those guns that take like five minutes to load. So well, it wouldn't be good for a lot of us. It wouldn't be good. Actually, all of us in this call right now, it wouldn't be great for. It wouldn't we would not make it? Wouldn't we would uh, make it. one guy would be good for us not here? He's already back in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, although if you did take a handgun back then, you would be, if you were like American and you took a hand, like, I don't know, you could probably, cause, cause their muskets would take like forever to, to, um, but, uh, I love, I, 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 I genuinely love 
uh, defenders of the Second Amendment in the States. And oh, when they, they just seem to forget that that amendment was written when we were talking about muskets. Like we weren't, yeah. we weren't talking about semi-automatic rifles. We were talking about a musket that took eight minutes to load one bullet. Like, well, yeah. And, and I don't understand about a semi-automatic rifle. And it's called an amendment, right? So I don't understand how, how they just always want to live by the word of what's written down when you have these people amending what they wrote down. It's, it's, just it's, like, it's insane to me that like, we needed to protect ourselves against the government. I'm like, what do you, what are you talking? You really think, like, you really, you really think that that's gonna. You having a, a tank. couple guns, a tank. Yeah, you a having tank. a couple guns is gonna, is gonna. Solve. They, they've got drones. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> they got satellites. Yeah, that probably yeah, happened in satellites. <laughs> you ain't doing <laughs> man. That's funny. I, I think, I think we're talking about history and and how in the future they're gonna look back. I think they're gonna look back at the U.S. and be like, yo, how, how did the U.S. How did North America lead the world for almost a hundred years? I, right? I I hate to say it, but I feel like we're witnessing the the beginning of the end for for, yeah. for the United I mean, States. China's coming about. in. China's coming in. Uh, other world powers are coming in. Every superpower has got state. happy when Trump got the COVID. <laughs> yeah, those Chinese people were like walking around like roosters and chickens with those. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, the what leader. The did you just say? The leader. You know what a rooster is? And then they puff up their, their chest Do we up? we know what a rooster That's is. That's what yeah, it we is. Know, we know what a That's fucking rooster is. That's what he's looking like, okay? <laughs> Puffing his chest up. I was like, wow. China is crazy. Yeah, but every, every superpower has its time. You know what I mean? And, and you know, the Roman Empire. Last... At, the, at the time, the Roman Empire, you would have never thought that it was going to fall, and it did. But it la- the Roman Empire lasted, what, 800 years? Like, the you, US, yeah, they didn't have Donald Trump. Yeah, they, Donald Trump really. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, but, yeah, and even that, like, you had the Egyptian empires. You had the Chinese empires. Like, each empire that, that was around, the Mongolian empire, they were around for hundreds and hundreds of years. This has got to be one in the I mean, history. it also, I, I feel like the place that the world is right now, things just happen quicker anyway. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's information can travel so much quicker. We can travel so much quicker. We can move around the globe yeah. a lot quicker that, you know, I feel like it's only natural that empires and superpowers would last a lot shorter time because time is, things take a lot less time to do. So like, it's, yeah. Absolutely. So maybe if you, if you, if you compared it, comparatively speaking to the other empires, maybe it's been about the same amount of time. When you when you factor in almost like That's inflation, or almost like inflation, where yeah. you look at it, you sort of say, "Oh, this is how much a dollar was worth back then." You can sort of yeah. say, "This is how this is how much time one minute was back then." One minute, one minute in today's time, maybe it was like a year, five hundred. That's years true, ago. right? Because like, I mean, we're, right now it's what if, where I am, it's nine fifteen. Where you are, Swan, it's ten fifteen. Back hundreds of years ago, this we would have been done. Like we would have been asleep like four hours yeah, ago because yeah. there's nothing yeah. to do. It's, yeah. it's too dark. So yep, yep. I totally agree with that. That's uh, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to sort of try and work that out. Yeah, what what would a minute <laughs> of our time be a thousand years ago? Like what what we can achieve in a minute? What did it take, how long did it take them to achieve the same thing a thousand years ago? I can speak to you right now, and in ten seconds, I've relayed a message to you. How long would it have taken them a thousand years ago to relay that message? Months, would it have taken them months? Would've... They would have written on like a slab of rock. Probably why they started drawing. <laughs> Probably a thousand years. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's, it, that's. So maybe inflation-wise, the American superpower time has lasted about the same amount of time as as the Roman Empire did. When you when so you, we, when you when you factor in inflation. 
So who do we think is the next superpower? Let me pose that question. Who do we think is taking, taking the, the throne? I think China's too easy of an answer. So I want to hear, yeah. I want to hear, hear different, different things in China. It's too easy of an answer. Well, I mean, but if it's a realistic answer, um, I, I think. I want to hear outside the box solutions, Abby. I want to hear outside the box. He, he, here's what I think about. Here, here, I'll just add this. I think China. Fiji has, Islands. Fiji? You think Fiji? All right. Fiji. I like it. I, I think China is setting themselves up to be the next sort of Germany, man. And like they're, they're strong, but they have some weird, weird social That's true. Uh, norms and social rules. That So I, I think you're going to have another Asian country. It might be Japan. It might be. Hey man, maybe Nigeria over there, Aola. Eh, they just had their Independence Day. <laughs> they got a shot at this, but um, yeah, I, I agree with this one. I think that North America is done, uh, especially after this election. We'll see what happens. But if it doesn't go the right way, then it's just final nail in the coffin. All right. I mean, it'll it'll be a, it'll be a slow. Like it's not going to immediately be like all right. There's no more no not not superpower anymore. No, no. It'll no. be over. It'll probably be our lifetime. They still will be. But yeah. I think we're starting to witness the, the start of that gradual decline, I think. It's a brain drain, right? Like you're not going to have the Silicon Valleys and, and the inventorship. You're not going to have the, you know, the space races. Um, these people, like we can't even get people to put on a mask. How the hell are we going to get people on the moon, right? Yeah, so the like- States has been a victim of their own. I mean, they just, they, I, I, I say it all the time. and I, I mean it more and more every time I say it. They literally just lost the plot. Like they, I mean, the things yeah. that the States cares about now, the, just the average American, it just seems so inconsequential. Like they, they seem to belittle intelligence. They seem to, if, if you, if you've worked hard and you've got, you've gained a certain amount of knowledge, they almost look at that as some sort of like, Oh, look, I don't, I don't care what you say. You've, why, why'd you go to school that time? I could just Google it. You're like, no, well, that's, that's not the same yeah. thing. Like gaining knowledge is not the same thing as, as, searching knowledge is, is looking it up online it's yeah. not the same thing and they seem to have mixed up the two and they've i don't know it's it's, gonna be it's really a paradox it's a paradox they value um strength they value power they value social presence but they don't value the tools needed to get there right yeah. they, they just they they value the, the the fame the kardashians and whatnot but they don't value how like how you get there like helping people out or making something that helps humanity they like that they just they don't look val- at the end product they'll yeah. they'll value the kardashians they won't value the producer that came up with the idea for their kardashians that's right they won't value that's the right. person behind the scenes that sits there and films and holds the boom mic when they're talking they don't value those people the people that actually do the work that's it they don't value that's that it. anymore um which is, yeah. which is interesting and i say they we're all guilty of it we're all yep. guilty of it oh but, i 100 percent but 100 percent it's important to be aware of it, though. But yeah, no, I agree. Ah, uh, well, 2020—it's almost done. Let's see if we can get through it. Um, anything to add, Chen? Anything we said that uh, was incorrect? No, I think good. All right. No need to check anything. Hey, Chen, are you are you a boxing fan? Because we saw a recent clip <laughs> of you boxing lately. Uh, I just picked it up in the last year and a half. It's a good workout and keeps your mind focused, man. And it's good to punch things sometimes. <laughs> All right. All it right. is very good to punch things sometimes. I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. But do you, do you watch boxing as well? Are you like into these whole Mike Tyson, um, Roy Jones sort of spiel that's coming up? I never used to watch it until I yeah. actually did the sport. And now I like start to watch it because I can like appreciate it more, you know? 
It's a science, eh? It, it isn't a bit of an art form. It is. I got to get into that. I, honestly, guys, I got to get back into shape. These past eight or so months, I've done jack and my belly's starting to show it, man. All these beers, it's adding up. I uh, just give up. <laughs> yeah. just, just accept it, right? Yeah, <laughs> just accept it. Yeah, I'm pa- we are past our primes. That, that is yeah. true. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> there was a time I had so many dreams that, you know, yeah, you play so many sports doing them. Just like, that. Nah, fuck it. There was a time when I thought that I'd be allowed out of my house in 2020. <laughs> Remember those Absolutely. days?